0: All right, hopefully everyone can hear me. Thank you, everyone, for coming. I've got a lot of material to cover tonight, so shalom for the first time. I may say this two or three times tonight, depending on how many different videos we make. And I dropped a couple of the PDFs into the general voice chat. The first one is called Ceremony by the Numbers. I want to go over that really quickly. Of course, the Queen of England just died today, and I was like, oh, boy, like right before I'm going live, and I wanted to punch some of those numbers in, but anyways, this is my document ceremony by the numbers now, about i don't know how long ago it was now four months ago, five months ago, I gave a presentation on this, and YouTube took it down, gave me a strike. I don't know what I did to trigger the censors I, I think I know what I did. I think I know what my naughty mistake was, and so I'm not going to do that tonight I'm going to give this. Another shot, give it the old college try again. And I want to take everybody through this because it's it's an insanely fun read. And it's it's just I say insanely, it is insane to look at the the numbers that are they're slapping us in the face with day after day after day. And the whole point of this is show how all of our reality is rigged, it's all a script, it's all you know set up by the Kabbalah people. So there's a table of contents on page three. Hopefully, Josh, you're able to scroll there. And you could see all the different topics I've so far covered over the last several months. We see Joe Biden, a walking numbers ritual. The, but here's one I just added this week. The Alec Baldwin movie set, uh, movie set shooting was a Bruce and Brandon Lee tribute, which uh, maybe I'll read that in the upcoming weeks. I'm not going to cover it tonight. Uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock was a favorite for everyone to slap her around the world. The New York City subway attack. Uh that was obviously a, a hoax. Genetically engineered mosquitoes, Elon Musk, uh the day uh the vice president, uh Camilla, Camilla Harris tested positive for COVID. We see, of course, uh, you know uh Joe Biden, Joe Biden, uh, Joe and Joe Biden equals COVID and a bunch of other things. We're gonna be reading tonight from page 54. I wanted to go over this: murder by the numbers, the death of Anne Haish. All right, so you can just you can read along, follow along. I'm reading from page 54. Murder by the Numbers, the death of Anne Heche. Here we go. My gut instinct was to say that Anne Heche, Heche really was dead. That opinion then changed to a hoax, and in the intervening days has only continued to ping pong. It doesn't really matter what I believe, though, does it? What matters is the truth. And either Ann Hays slipped off the world stage as so many others have done before her, or somebody from the campaign office dialed M for murder. There is always that one person in the room who likes to pretend they are the sound of reason and course correct the investigation when claiming accidents do happen. Sure, Joe Biden may take a faceplant off his bicycle from time to time, but the numbers are all over the Hays car incident like ugly on an ape. The date of Her car accident was 8-5-2022, which is a Friday. Well, 8 plus 5 plus 20 plus 22 equals 55, and surprise, surprise, so does car crash. Turns out even the day of the week is important. Friday equals 63, like the 63 in Anne Hache. Do you know what else equals 63? If I said 53, man, my eyes are bad tonight. 63. I'm messing this up already. It's awful. Well, do you know what else equals 63? They kept mentioning she was driving a Mini Cooper over and over again. And of course, Mini Cooper equals 63. Another number they like to throw out there is her age. She was 53 at the time of her death. I'll leave you this article link so that you can see they put her age in the title. And it's the, the title of the, of the article is Anne Heche Dead at 53. TMZ is the news source which alerted me to the Hesch crash, by the way. Anyways, Anne Hesch was 53, and the city of Los Angeles, where she crashed, equals the same 53. There is another connection worth noting, and it involves child trafficking. I guess that would be, um, oh, oh, Jacqueline. Jacqueline R. Walorski was an American politician and a Republican who served as the U.S. Representative for India's 2nd Congressional District from 2013 until 2022. Until she died, really. The date of her death was 8-3-2022. And then I put a Wikipedia article, a little snippet there about her death. I'm not going to read that tonight. Here's what Wikipedia tells us. She was driving near the intersection of State Road 119 near Napanee, Indiana, When a northbound vehicle veered left and collided head-on with Warloski, killing herself and two other passengers in the vehicle, communications director Emma Thompson and district director Zachary Potts. That was the initial report. The police later retracted their statement and said the northbound vehicle simply crossed the center line for unknown reasons. Hmm. Who made a phone call to the Buttons? This is why I take screenshots of wiki articles. They change their story all the time. In the past, I have quoted them and then had to keep quoting them and quoting them, seeing as how they were retracting their statements to annul my own. I wouldn't be surprised if they will altogether drop any mention of the original report. It will have to take the Mandela effect to alter this one, what I have posted. What her wiki article failed to mention was the Human Trafficking Prevention and Recovery Act of 2014, which Walorski sponsored. Intel may decide to add that little nugget of information in the coming weeks or months if enough of us bring attention to their quote-unquote oversight. I just thought I'd highlight my excursion over there, and mum was the word. It wasn't just 2014, though. Walorski was working with ongoing investigations into trafficking. And what do we see here? This is Lifetime Greenlight's Girl in Room 13, starring Anne Heche and Larissa Diaz. And it says, Lifetime is bringing awareness about the brutal business of human tra- trafficking with an upcoming film starring Anne Heche and Larissa Diaz. Girl in Room 13 is inspired by actual events and will be directed by Elizabeth Rom as part of a stop violence against women campaign lifetime will create a new PSA in support of the Polaris project and the national human trafficking hotline. It is actually hilarious how after she died, the, there were people going out there, uh, official media reports saying that it was fake news that this was never being made. You go back to June and you see that there's all these reports that the movie was going to be made. It's, it's un- unbelievable. The movie, which Anne Hache had already filmed, had to do with child sex trafficking as well. Girl in Room 13 isn't released yet. And there are fact checking articles now claiming the movie has nothing to do with child sex trafficking in Pedo Wood. That's not what these previews show. A June 9th article has the movie being part of a Stop Violence Against Women campaign. Complete with a new PSA in support of the Polaris Project and the National Human Trafficking Hotline. And so, riddle me this, Batman: What do Hayes and Wilorski have in common with Chester Bennington, Helena Hutchins, Anthony Borden, and Chris Cornell? And then scrolling down page fifty-eight, you see the Sandra Bullock "Murder by Numbers" movie, which I think I showed other parts in this report. And you could see, uh, I'll go over the names: Jackie Wilorski, Ilitch Mucker Getting back to the Anne Haish numbers game, if you read about the New York City subway attack hoax, I make mention of the movie Murder by Numbers. 38 was important to that movie, and I'll tell you why. Anne Heche was killed or died or slipped off the world stage or whatever on 8-3, though it is written 3-8 internationally. Murder equals both 83 and 38. Unbelievable. The woman who collided with H was named Edith Schmucker, and she was 56 years old. 56 equals Society of Jesus, All Seeing Eye, and Freemasons. But then look at how her name is a match with Jackie Wolorski. Walorsky and Edith Schmucker both equal 147 two thirty-one. The numbers are all in place, but what doesn't add up is her rescue footage. Have you watched it recently? I'll link one for you. There's the link. None of the firemen are wearing medical gloves. There's no IV in her arm while she's being carted away and no oxygen being administered. I have the advantage of knowing EMTs and firefighters in my rotunda of readership, and I was sure to ask them about it. What I have mentioned are all standard procedures for a victim. During transport, the head of a victim would never be covered. If anything, a trach tube probably would be inserted for assisted breathing before even being put on a gurney. Does Anne have one? No. Another observation we all shared is the apparent fact that Heish was dropped into a body bag. That's what it looks like. Technically, we have, we never see her face, though I am not sure if that is Anne Hesh or Anne of Green Gables. Why would they plant her in one if she hadn't been pronounced dead yet? You will have to watch the footage again for yourself if you don't believe me. It's shot from high up via helicopter, but you can see where it splits open when the woman sits up, seconds before she disappears into the ambulance. Probably wanted an oxygen mask, but no. Some of her shirt has dark areas, leading one to believe there are potential burns. Not that I'm saying there are burns, mind you. In any standard rescue scenario, no covering is to be put on a severe burn. What a medic would do is pour normal saline for Irrigation and then let the hospital decide what to do. So, why is she laid on her back if there are burn marks on it? The the car is totally burned, yet she even has all her hair. I doubt it. You will tell me the photo shows her on her stomach. Well, then watch the video footage again. It looks to me like a murder victim tried to leap up and skedaddle for her life. And you can see I added here on September 5th the the fakery (laughs) keeps pouring in. They really should have left the story as it is, discovered some new dig in mar lago because now we've come to learn that Anne Haish was trapped in the burning home for a whopping 45 minutes while firefighters attempted to retrieve her. Are they being serious? You will notice how they said home rather than car. Yes, she was trapped in another person's home by technicality, but that is only because she drove into it. So she was both in the home and the car. The firefighters were incapable of hauling her out because of the fire. Have you seen a photo of the car? She would have been a roasted marshmallow and in less than 10 minutes time, not 45. Regardless, the flames were incapable of touching her. The smoke inhalation alone should have brought about asphyxiation and done her in. Oh, and one other thing I missed. Did you happen to see the number on the ambulance which they hauled her off in? 63. I probably missed tons of tidbits in this hoax scenario, but overlooking the number on the ambulance is a mistake for rookies. It's the number of her name, Anne H. They were, making, they were marking her exit vehicle. And then I wrote this, uh, oh, just, I guess this morning. Wow. Seems like ages ago. It was this morning. While watching the footage again, I find myself faced with another highly improbable act or fact. And I'll tell you what it is. I have taken a screenshot to show my talking point. Just before the fire department slips Haitian into the ambulance, you can see three straps around the white bag which shrouds her. The first is secured for the ankles, the second for the waist, the third around the shoulder area. I have never ridden in an ambulance before, but I would imagine the ride can be a little wild from time to time. You figure any sensible paramedic should hope to deliver the goods to the hospital in working order. And so all three straps are st- standard attire, and adequately tightened to keep the patient from falling off the gurney. What I'm trying to figure out is how Anne Haish was even capable of sitting up to begin with. She shouldn't have. Had these firefighters done their job, Haish would have been secured to the gurney for the remainder of her journey, but no. The shoulder strap came right off. You can even see the moment it happens. They sever apart as though she were cutting through butter. And she is capable of setting up. How embarrassing for any fire department to have to wait 45 minutes to rescue someone from a burning vehicle, only to have them escape from the gurney, unsinged. All right, well, that's all I have on that. And I just want to keep you guys up to date. And uh, maybe next time I'll have something on the Queen and we'll go over that. So that is all for Ceremony by the Numbers. And now we're going to be turning to my second of the night.